0: Log Talk Radio. I'm your host, David Shinsky, and you're listening to Live Without Limits. Today's show is titled 10 Best Interview Questions to Ask Podcast Guests. As a podcaster, you have to wear a lot of hats, but one of the most challenging can be acting as the interviewer when you have a guest on your show. Not only can it be challenging to find interesting guests once you have them, but you have to come up with interview questions to ask your podcast guests. Here all, here at Wave, we have already making your life as a podcast host simpler. That's why we're compiled a list of best interview questions to ask podcast guests. Now, let me explain to you what Wave is. Wave is a company that I happen to have joined, and they have a, a, a way for you to, to actually um, keep track of your, your podcast, and how to to perform them. And also, what they do is they allow you to have, and let me back up a little bit, because I need to explain it a little bit better, and I'm just kind of like not there yet. But I use WAVE, and what WAVE does is that They make it easier for you to. Okay, so let me let me get into Wave, and I can tell you a little bit more about it. But what Wave does is that they monitor how your web, your 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 podcast, and you can use clips and things like that to help promote your podcast. So. Let's get into some of the questions. The first one is how do you end up or, or the first question that you can actually ask someone when, when you're getting started is and the, when I would interview people, I would often have them give me a list of questions that they wanted as to be asked other than coming up with my own, simply because this way we knew how to gear it as they could plan for it up front. But if you don't do that, here's another way to do it. So the first question can be, how did you end up in your role, your industry, or your business? And this is a great question to use near the beginning of your interview. Some of your listeners may know little or even nothing about about your guest and their question opens the door for your podcast guest to essentially tell the origin story. It also provides valuable content for your audience who may be interested in the same field as your guest. It's always helpful It can even be inspirational to know how someone successfully got started in their career. And for instance, in my background and how I ended up in the industry I'm in is very simple because my background is that I have a degree in mental health and psychology and also rehabilitation counseling. And rehabilitation counseling is employment counseling for people with disabilities. And when I couldn't find gainful employment, I always would have been an entrepreneur. But I started my business at a time when financially I really wasn't ready to. But I didn't have the opportunity to get a good income, a good job. It builds up residual income where I had money in the bank so that when I left my job, I could build my business. So I had to kind of go hand-to-mouth to grow my business. But also because I had to learn to become an advocate for myself, I'm very much an advocate for disability rights. And because I have a background in mental health and psychology, I use assessment profiles with my training programs. Now, here's another question to think about. What's your biggest challenge right now? So no matter what career industry your guest is in, everyone has a major mountains to climb and hurdles to jump. And this question isn't limited to career challenges Depending on the genre and topic of your podcast, your guests could discuss challenges in their personal life, like creative projects, their fitness endeavors. Be sure to follow up this question by asking your guests how they plan to overcome the hurdle of the challenge. And I guess the the best way for me to show you how each question works is to give you a little bit of a background of what's my biggest challenge. For instance, I have basically moved into from being offline to doing things online. And a lot of that's because I didn't have the mobility that everyone else had as a speaker and trainer, and I didn't have the media kits. But by being online and creating my own websites and videos, then it gave me the opportunity to have the marketing tools that I needed as a speaker. And as you know, that what happened is instead of having that big media kit to go out to corporations, what is happening now? Well, for instance, here's the thing. We are looking at things in a way that it can help you to grow, to think of ways that you can challenge yourself. When you know, I mean, when you have a disability, like I do, that I've had since birth, and I grew up in an era when, society did not even acknowledge that its disability community existed. Well, then I was out there getting an education before the Individual Disability Education Act became law. And I entered the workforce 12 years before ADA became law. But here's the kicker, in 1973, they had the Rehabilitation Act of 1973 that actually addressed the same issues that the Americans with Disabilities Act addressed. But companies were able to get around it because it did not have the clause that anyone who felt that they were being discriminated against or being passed over when it came to a job, that they could sue the company. But you also had to prove discrimination. So the third question is, How do you keep learning? Well, think about it. That's a really great question for one simple reason. Even though you finish your formal education, you never stop learning. And and because of technology today, we're constantly having to relearn things and how to do things. So this is a fun one for your guests and your audience. Everyone likes to share interesting resources that they use to stay up to date on their industry or interest. As for your audience, they likely have at least some similar interest with your guests. They are listening to your podcast after all. This question could give them new books to read, blogs to visit podcasts to listen to, apps to download, and various other resources to explore that will also broaden their knowledge. Also, be sure to mention to your listeners that you will capture and share links of all the things discussed, or you will risk your listeners having your podcast in the middle of your show, or rather, that what will happen is that they will leave your podcast. <clears throat> what keeps you awake at night? Well, you know, we all have pain points that keep us awake at night. And if you hear someone else tell, tell what their pain point is, what it is that keeps them up at night, well, then you can identify with them. And when you identify with them, then you have found someone that you feel you can know, like, and trust. When you get to know, like, and trust them, well, then you're going to purchase from them. So if you want to open the door to some powerful conversations about passion, try this question. As an interviewer, your goal is to tap into what your guests really care about and get them to engage with you as an authentic and unique way to get them out of their normal talking points that they have shared to every other podcast interview and appreciate your way of helping them talk about new insights and stories by simply asking what are you passionate about? Your guest will make more likely to have a canned, average answer. Asking what keeps them up at night is a good way to lead your guests into discussing their passions via a more engaging route. And that's the whole thing is when you're talking to someone, think about it. If you are in a meet and greet, in a networking group, Don't you want to get to know someone and know what it is, who they really are? So you need to know some things to ask them. Like you want to know what they're passionate about and why they're passionate about it. Because, you know, if you're going to be taking part in or you need to relate to someone, you want to know someone that has the same interests. And if they have the same interest, then you have a common ground to talk about. For instance, think about where you are today. Think about the things that you truly enjoy doing. You, You know, like for me, we're now in football season, but today is Saturday. And Saturday is college football day. And what makes college football different than the pros is that these people are out there doing what they do because they're passionate about it. They're there and they're putting their all into it because becoming the number one rated. You know, like you have Alabama and you have Georgia and you have Tennessee and you have Florida. Well, the SEC, the Southeast Conference, is usually one of the – the best conferences, but you know, it's, it's not like it's all condensed in one area, but what it is, is in the South, everyone tailgates at a college game, and usually like the Big 10, the Big 12, the Southeastern Conference, the Atlantic Coast Conference, well, each of them, they're kind of like like colleges, like like Georgia Tech is in the Atlantic, Atlantic Coast, and if you think about it, you've got Virginia Tech. Those are usually the colleges that are the elite, the elite colleges when it comes to technology and computers and software development and all of that area. And so they do have – they have football, but their football players are going to be more people who are not looking – to say go into the pros of the football player as much as they are there because of the education that they're going to get so how a so understanding where you're coming from and what's an engaging route that you can talk about with someone that you have common ground with them and you can get to know them that's the idea of the questions that you're coming up with And how you want to be able to relate to someone. Because when you are trying to sell someone, it's more about building that relationship with them as opposed to just selling. You know, I'm on a number of social media platforms, and one of them is called WebTalk. And I'm familiar with Forex. I'm familiar with Bitcoin. I'm familiar with the cryptocurrency industry but it's not something that I'm interested in investing in and yet I get so many of them that just don't even get want to get to know me and what my interests are all they want to do is contact me and tell me how they can help me if I can put a hundred dollars in they can guarantee they're going to tell me I can make X amount of dollars well first of all prove it to me have give me the names of people that you help that can actually tell me how they benefited from it and how you helped them. But, no, all they're telling me is, oh, they can do this for me and they can do that for me. And if I tell them, no, I'm not interested, why not? What, why is it? Uh, you know, just because you're interested in something does not mean that, uh, that, that someone is in three foot away from you has the same interest. And that's the big thing about network marketing years ago. It was all about anyone. You could talk to anyone within three feet of you. Well, that's a great saying, but if they have no interest in what you're selling or what your company does, you know, because not everyone wants to take supplements, not everyone wants is looking to to, to lose weight. So find people that are have the same interest that you can talk to, and then. They're going to have an interest in your business, and that's what you need to think about. What was the biggest failure or the worst moment in your career? It's easy to err on the side of upbeat, positive questions as an interviewer, but your audience will never gain all the experience and value that your guest has to offer without one or two tougher questions. Failure and hard times are typically the moments when successful people learn the most in their journey. If you don't ask about those hard questions, you'll do a disservice to both your listeners and your guests. The thing is, think about it. How many people, when they experience failure, they automatically give up Instead of looking at that as a learning experience and how they can incorporate that into them growing and, and, and actually finding a solution to a problem that they can sell, they'd rather just give up. The next question is, what is your favorite quote? This might seem like a basic question. But you'd be surprised at the wide breadth of answers you'll receive from different guests. And let's be honest, who doesn't love a good quote? Depending on the guest, you may get quotes that are funny, inspirational, thought-provoking, motivational, personal, or completely unexpected. Who knows? Some Of your listeners may even find their new favorite quote by listening to your show. You see, everyone has something that they're into. We all know what the laws of attraction is, and this is a great way to kind of segue into that, because if someone has a quote, especially if they look for positive quotes, and you know, when I'm on, on Twitter, and what do I, I always come up or see some things where someone has come up with some quotes that they are posting? And when you think about it, what's the great thing about those posts? Well, here's the thing. When you are looking at a quote, what is happening? You're actually thinking about something. And you know what? I can I can give you some quotes that I've actually looked at and 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 downloaded and I love the things that come from from Zig Zigla. And these are some of the quotes that, that people have actually posted on there that I found it's like before you change your thinking, you have to change what goes into your mind. Well, what does that provoke? If that's a great quote, that's one of Zig Ziglar's quote. Well, what is that telling me? That, for one thing, the things, everything that that's around us, we need to look at. Well, let's put, it, let's back up and let's look at it this way. For one thing, we are bombarded today with information, so we need to to, to kind of filter out, and what happens, sometimes we we filter out so much that we pass over something that we might actually benefit from, so if your mind is open and you're looking to change, well, then you're going to change. But, you know, and here's a great example, if you look at Prince Harry. It's like all of a sudden now with his wife, with Megan, he's become wide aware of, of everything. But remember something. This is someone that had the opportunity to experience things that that he would never have experienced has it, had it not been for his mother. And, yes, I understand. He lost her at 12 years old. And he was put through the experiences that that not everyone is but there's thousands of kids out there that have lost a parent when they were young, as even as young as two, three, four years old. He was already 12 years old. But the thing is what he's doing is he's using that as an excuse for why to, to do some of the things that he's continued to do instead of, taking it as an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to change, an opportunity to really talk about what he did to change, instead of using that to to kind of play on people's sympathy. Because you know what? No one's going to feel sorry for you if you keep talking the same story over and over again. And it seems to me that I find him, kind of using that same excuse almost constantly. And you know what? It's not going to work after a while. So always think about and remember that for every one of us, what are we doing? We're thinking of ways that we can grow as an individual. So let's quickly finish this up. Some other questions are, if you weren't in your own professional field, what other career would you pursue? While it's helpful and important to include some typical interview questions, one of the best ways to craft a truly memorable interview with your podcast guest is by asking some questions that don't fit the mold. Asking what other profession or career your guests would pursue is a more out of the box question that is practically guaranteed to result with the unique, interesting, personal answers. Because you know, let's put it this way. You may have a, you may know someone that is in a specific field but also has a subfield that they're interested in. Like in my case, it can be counseling, it can be coaching, it can also be, if you think about it, athletes. How many of them start out in a specific industry or sport that they're working in? And as their career wanes down, they go into a different career. Why? Because They Either they've made their money and they've made their investments, but what are they going to do with their time in the interim? So they're going to be working or doing something else in order to continue to to grow and and pace themselves. So another thing to think about is what motivates you to get up in the morning? Well, that's a great question because that's like asking someone – what is it that you're so passionate about that that it gets you up in the morning and you want to do something about it? These are some things that can help you come together and grow. Now, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one com and get some coaching or even sign up for membership sites, where you can get the opportunity to learn more.